Good morning, everyone. Uh, before we pray today, we would like to go through the scripture. It's uh, Colossians chapter 1, 15 to 20. In this scripture passage, our prayer will be drawn from there. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the one who is first over all creation. Because all things were created by him, both in the heavens and on the earth. The things that are visible and the things that are invisible. Whether they are thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. He existed before all things and all things are held together in him. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the one who is firstborn from among the dead, so that he might occupy the first place in everything, because all the fullness of God was pleased to live in him, and he reconciled all things to himself through him whether things on earth or in the heavens. He brought peace through the blood of his cross. The word of God. Paul, in this uh, letter to Colossians, gave us a very beautiful image of Jesus Christ. And in that image of Jesus Christ, Paul was giving us an image of God. And so, the first message today, and the question that I want to ask each and every one of us here is, what is your image of God? How do you see God? In this letter to Colossians, we are called to redefine our image of God. When I was growing up, I had a very, I'll say, an image of God which as, as a judge, or as a policeman who is there watching me, to, trying to catch me out, you know? But after my studies, my image of God changed to become a loving mother. Some of my classmates, the image of God changed to become a loving father. Some others, a true friend some others, a provider, a protector. So our message this morning is for us all to redefine our image of God, and by so doing, it will unite us to God. If you go further in reading the uh, book of Colossians chapter 1, verse 21 said, because of our, our, our wrong image of God, we have been distant away from God. But when we have a good image of God, will be closer to God. And in the Latin word, it is called imago Dei, the image of God. And when we become, when our image of God changes, we become Christ-like. Now, it's, and another, another way to say this is our image of one another. How do we perceive or view the other person? If we don't redefine our image about each other, there'll be no unity. We are not going to be Christ-like. 
and to also you know, demonstrate that God actually, we are made in the image of God. God imprinted his image in us. Every human builder, each and every one of us, we are carrying the image of God, which is the cross. If you look at yourself, look at the crucifix. We are the image of God. And on this crucifix is where our Lord Jesus Christ was crucified for our sins, for us to return back to God. And when you open your arms wide, you become a bigger cross. That is where you become cross-like, in unity with God spiritually. And when you open your arms, you become in unity with one another by helping each other, supporting one another, uniting together for the kingdom of God. Paul gave us this beautiful image, and that is our reflection. That is where we want us to pray this morning about ourselves, our image of God. Let us redefine it to something that will help us to relate to God. And by so doing, we'll be able to redefine our image with one another and unite to serve God. In the whole book of Colossians, another message this morning is the image of Paul. Colossians, in Colossians, the prophets, they were teaching, they were giving false teachings. And Paul, being an authority, he wrote to them. And what did he do? He was correcting them. He did not curse them. He did not shout on them. He did not cut them away from the larger church. And so also, in that process, Paul is telling us that as leaders... As parents, as those in authority, we should be able to correct those under us in a very good way. Just the same way Paul corrected the people in Colossians without cursing them, without cutting them away from the bigger church. Paul again spoke for justice. When he realized that what was happening in Colossians, it's about false teachings, what did he do? He stood up and he spoke. He wrote to them. And so we also pray this morning for the courage for us to be able to stand up for what is right, for justice, and to speak up when it's time. And so my dear brothers and sisters, let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, we thank you for today. We thank you for the life you have given us. We thank you for us to be here. We pray and call upon you to have mercy upon us in any way we have sinned against you. May you continue to lead us and have mercy upon us. We pray for us to have a good image of you that, we, that may make us to draw closer to you and to our brothers and sisters. We pray for the unbelievers, those who have a wrong image of God, that through your Holy Spirit, they may come to realize the image of God in them. We pray for ourselves also, those in authority, our pastors, our parents, our bosses at work, that they may have the grace to teach us in a very kind way so that we may learn under them. And we pray for the grace for us to stand up for justice, for what is right, and for us to unite with one another. And so, may God be before us when we go out this week, 
May God be behind us to protect us. May God be beside us to guide us. And above all, may God be within us for us to realize his image and his awareness and to be aware of his presence in us. And so let us share the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever.